people. I'm Chris. I'm your host, and you're listening to Network Nation, the politically incorrect podcast where I discuss personal and professional growth so that you don't head to the grave with regret. So I was talking to a buddy last week, and he was telling me about how he was listening to his po- my podcast, and he gave me some feedback that I need to be a little bit more present when I ask people to share the show or leave a review. And it was really good feedback because I don't want to, you know, shove it down your guys' throats and, you know, constantly like repeat myself over and over and over. But I realized that's just how it fucking works. Like that's really a lot of the sales game. Um, but it was just good to hear his feedback because ultimately I have had thoughts where I'm like, man, I'm, I'm just being a little, little too passive in my ask. Okay. So with that said, share the motherfucking show. All right. Share the show. If you guys got value out of this show, if you get value out of any of the shows, share it, please. You know, I have people and look, I know I'm going to continuously get better. I mean, I'm always going to be the worst in the beginning and I'm going to get better at this shit, but I know that my podcast is shareable because I have people reaching out to me, DMing me, texting me, various forms of communication, telling me that they really like my podcast, but I don't see people posting the shit online, tagging me you know, maybe they're texting it and I don't know about it, which is awesome. But like, I, like guys, I appreciate the feedback, but you got to share the fucking show. And I'm happy with my downloads. I can see how many people are downloading it and shit. And I don't pay too much attention to it, but I get like a weekly report and I'm happy with it. I have people reaching out to me that I don't even know talking about the podcast. And that's awesome. That's all great. But I really, really need you guys to share it. If you got value out of it, leave a five star, leave a review, but at the very least to share the show. Okay. So listen, Let's get into this one. All right. This is, oh, this one, this one hits home for me. Um, a little more right now because it's, it's probably one of the most conscious present thoughts that I think about on a regular basis. And it's really getting into that next room and how to really carry yourself when you get into that next room. Because listen, if you guys haven't went back or if you haven't listened to my, uh, growing up in tough times podcast episode, and you need to go back and listen to it. And for those of you that have listened to it, you'll know that I started in a really, really common people, low level, very large room. Okay. And look, some of you guys might be thinking, oh, common people like that's, you know, that's snooty. Well, listen, first of all, I don't really give a fuck. Okay. Because it's the truth. And secondly, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's, it's literally just that the hierarchy of society, you have people you know, 75% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Okay. That's common. Three out of four people live this way. That's common. Most people go on to get traditional education as a way to secure their future. And they buy into the 401k and the social security and all that stuff. Okay. And while there is legitimacy to that, that works for a lot of people. It's common. That's why entrepreneurship versus getting a job. There's a, you guys can obviously tell me which one's common, which one's not right. So as you start getting into these, these other rooms, they become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and they're less common. Okay. Do more people go to your gym right down the street? That's 1495 a month. Do more people go to a fucking country club? That's three, five, $700 a month. Okay. What was that noise? That was weird you know what? I'm not editing that out. So I don't know what that was (laughs) anyways. So this is something that I think about a lot because growing up the way that I did, I really, 
I started from a very low room and I've had to constantly put myself in these uncomfortable situations. As a matter of fact, I've been doing it for most of my adult life. Ever since I was in high school, my brother's eight years older than me. Um, he has brought me around friends that have been a lot older. You know, when I was in high school, they were starting to get, you know, kind of get out of college, get into their professional careers. When I was in college, they were very much in their professional careers. And then when I was out of college, um, he was obviously just off to the races, you know, in his thirties. And so hanging around him, it was just different. Like I would go out and hang out on the lake all day with my brother on the east side of Michigan and go to these clubs in Chicago with them while my friends are back home on college campus, which I partook in that stuff too, but it was just different. And so you come back to like college and it's just, you're like, Oh, this is just, it's just different. Like you got done experiencing some shit that you were like, damn dude, you almost feel guilty telling your friends about it. Cause it was just, it was so fucking sick. Like, you know, bottle service and boats and hose and <laughs> no, but seriously, you guys, you guys get what I'm saying. Um, it was, so that was just an example. And, you know, again, on the, the career side of things, you know, getting into sales and becoming a professional at 22, 23 years old, coming from where I came from, I was again, around upper level management, people making a few hundred thousand dollars a year, half a million dollars a year. Um, you know, working for top companies that were, you know, fortune 500. And so naturally I was just in these rooms that were just constantly making me uncomfortable. Um, coming from, you know, a single family household, I was around a lot of professionals that had beautiful families, something I never got to really experience. And so again, there was that discomfort. So all these things, um, it showed me really what it's about getting into these, these other rooms. Okay. And now in the last couple of years, because I'm an entrepreneur, it's more prevalent than ever. It's I'm getting into these, these rooms. It's like, it's clear, it's clear as day. And on top of that, you know, I'm 33 years old. Like I'm getting out of the whole, like find yourself in your twenties kind of thing. I'm starting to really lock in some, some solid wisdom on life and how I carry myself and like third circle theory kind of shit, you know? So, which if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you need to go read that book. It's incredible. It's uh, third circle theory. And again, just talks about like human awareness and how you have first circle, second circle and third circle and first circle is a lot about what I'm talking about. It's a common people. Okay. Um, so look, I want to talk to you about like getting into these rooms, really what you should be doing, what you should be looking for. And when these opportunities happen, or when you find yourself getting into a new room, how the fuck you should carry yourself. Cause I see a lot of people that are in these rooms that I know are just kind of getting into these rooms or don't really have the qualifications of the resume yet. They act like they have all their shit going on and it's why these people get stuck in these certain rooms or they even get pushed back down because the law of attraction, the universe, it works in crazy ways. Okay. So the first thing that you need to do, if you want to get into these, these rooms that are smaller, more successful, more dialed in with fitness, with health, with money, self-confidence, all that kind of stuff. From a monetary value, from a financial standpoint, one of the best things that you can do is get into a mastermind group. And I'm going to use the group that I'm in, Arate Syndicate with Andy Fursell and Ed Milet. That's one of the best things that you can do because you're naturally going to be around other business owners, et cetera. Now with certain masterminds, like Arate Syndicate, you've got to have your shit somewhat together. You've got to put, put together a pretty extensive application. Um, it's honestly, I think at this point, it's not all that hard to get accepted but you just got to want more growth. You've got to be a professional. Okay. 
if you're not quite to that point yet, if you're listening to this, maybe you're in college, uh, you're working a you know minimum wage job, you're at the bottom of the totem pole. One of the best things that you can do is really start to become hyper aware of what successful people do and what the people around you are doing and find those discrepancies. Okay. And you want to separate yourself for, I'm not saying you have to cut people off, you know, but you want to separate yourself from those people, which will allow your energy channel to open up more to these people on the other side that are doing more of the things that you want to be like. And then if you do find people in your life that maybe you're not really close with, but you know, they seem to have a good marriage, you know, they're successful, they drive a nice car, start gravitating towards those people and just find out what they do. Talk to them a little bit. You don't have to agree with everything these people do, but you ultimately just want to start figuring out who's in your life, where you want to be and start auditing that. Okay. And then what that's, what that's going to do is it's going to naturally draw out a lot of things that you do that align with these people that you want to be like and things that you don't do. And it's not going to be very comfortable. I'm just telling you right now, it's not going to be very comfortable. These people are going to work harder than you. They're going to think smarter than you. They're going to surround themselves with people. They're going to have a, a finesse about themselves and the way they carry themselves. And again, it's not going to make you comfortable. And one of the first things you're going to want to do is go right the fuck back to where you came from, where you're comfortable, but you have to stay focused on the bigger, the bigger picture the end goal. Okay. And that's something else I, I, I'll mention real quick that I don't want to dive super deep into. You need to have an end goal. You need to have a why, a purpose. Um, your end goal should ultimately always be moving or stretching or changing, but you need to have something that as to why you're doing this, right? Because if it, if it gets hard, it gets uncomfortable. You're going to burrow right back up into your turtle shell and go right back to the old environment, all those fucking people. And you're going to constantly battle depression and security and all that kind of shit. Okay. So as you start to do that, you're going to start to notice that when your, your behaviors are going to, and should change, they should start mirroring what these people that you want to be like are doing. Okay. So maybe they're waking up a little earlier. Maybe they're taking their fitness more serious. Maybe you're starting to notice the people they surround themselves with. Maybe you see their line of work. Um, just little things like that, that you can observe from a distance. Like I'll tell you right now, I don't know Andy Frisella and Ed Milet personally. Um, I obviously I'm in their mastermind. I get pretty, um, you know, close, I get pretty close with them through these calls, but again, there's lots of people on these calls. So I don't know them personally, but I can study them enough from afar to know what they're about. And then I have other people in my life that I know very personally that are very successful. And I'm able to actually go into detail with what they do, have talks with them with what they do, you know, get feedback, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So just make sure you're auditing what these successful people are doing, what you're doing that aligns with it, what you're not doing with the aligns with it. And it's going to make you uncomfortable and you just continue to work and progress. Okay. This leads to my next point. And this is what I was telling you about where people get bumped down or they just stay in the same room. Okay. Do not show up in these rooms as a fucking chatty Kathy. I'm not saying show up with your head down, quiet, shy. No, show up like you belong there. Even if you need to quote unquote, fake it till you make it. Okay. We all need to fake it till we make it. If we're elevating, it's just, it's just the fucking nature of the game. Do you guys think that six months into my real estate career, I had to quote unquote, fake it till I make it with this development deal? Absolutely. Now I'm not saying that I went in and started 
calling shots about numbers and construction and all that's the wrong, that's the wrong fake it till you make it. But coming in with my head held high, you know, knowing that we ultimately were going to do townhomes and then switching the design and then me being confident that we should do this kind of design. Like those are the things that I spoke up on my calls with my architect and the team to ultimately lead us to where we're at today with the design. Like that was, that was my vision. And I spoke up on that. But of course I was battling these thoughts like, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You need to bring in a design specialist, like all that kind of stuff. Okay. So you do need to fake it till you make it a little bit and that's okay because you're putting in the work to ultimately get to the point where you don't have to fake it. Okay. It's these people that try to live these double lives. It's these people that show up in these rooms talking, yapping, trying to just, they basically get into these rooms thinking it's like a dick swinging contest and that they need to just puff their chest. And it's just the wrong, it's the wrong way to be. Okay. You need to show up humble to learn and be confident in your execution. There are tons of calls that I am on with my development project in real estate and anything that I don't really know much about or the person I'm talking to or the group I'm talking to knows a whole hell of a lot more than I do where I am shutting the fuck up. Like truly. But when it comes to something like this, where this with this podcast, when it comes to personal and professional growth, something I've been spending literally my entire adult life doing, well, yeah, I can show up with my chin held high and I can talk a little bit of shit because I'm walking it. And even then you guys are going to hear me say throughout this podcast that things are subjective. This is my opinion, et cetera, et cetera, because I don't have this arrogance or this cockiness that I think it's one way or it's my way. I'm just going based off my life experiences and I'm delivering it with confidence because it's worked for me or I've learned from it or I've seen other people do it, et cetera. But there's plenty of times and quite frankly, the majority of the time where I am listening more than I am talking. And that's extremely important. And I will say this again, you need to be humble in your learning, confident in your execution. It's extremely, extremely important. Okay. So listen, at this point, we've talked about, you know, what to look for with where you're currently at, how to really get into those next rooms. And what I want to tell you guys is as you start climbing these, these into these rooms, you'll naturally start to understand how to get to the next level because you're going to establish like a core foundation of what it takes to get into that next room. And those things just carry, you just become more skilled, uh, more aware, more knowledgeable, more wise, et cetera. Okay. So We've talked about getting into these next rooms. We've talked about how to behave or be in these next rooms, right? Humble and learning, confident in execution. And then the, the last thing that I'll add to this, and this kind of ties into point two, you have to give without the expectation of receiving. You have to truly come in and be able to give without the expectation of receiving. And I'll tell you just, a, I'll give you a small example. I haven't posted in the RTA Facebook group in months. And I was really active early on, but it's been months. And I went in there and I posted and I was like, shit, I was like, what's up Arte fam. It's, it's been a long time since I posted in here. I know there's a lot of new people. Um, I just want to share with you guys a little bit about what I've been up to, what I'm doing. You know, my name's Chris. I'm a real estate developer. I'm working on this project. If there's anybody that I can help out, whether it's aligned with what I'm doing and what I just said, or if I can just help you in general, I've got a sales background, et cetera. Um, or if you just want to connect, shoot me a message. Let's chat. I'd love to connect with you. Um, if you're new to Arte, welcome to Arte. And I had probably 
over 30, I can't even remember, like over 30 or 40 comments. And I've had close to 10 calls just from that post. And some of those are actually helping me propel forward within my own self. And there's been a few other calls where I've really been able to try to provide value. One was even on a personal level, talking about my dad. I talked to another father who's having a little bit of a rocky relationship with his son. And um, he flat out told me, he said, Chris, this, this just made my entire day. This, this call was my value add. So thank you so much. Right? Like that is, dude, that's an incredible feel good right there. Like, do you think if somebody brings up real estate investing or developing that that guy is going to think of me? Obviously, you want to stay top of mind and keep in touch with these people, but absolutely. And not every call you're going to receive, and that's okay because you just should feel fucking good for giving, you know, for just giving. And it becomes a hell of a lot easier because when you get into these rooms, you realize how helpful people really are. Is everybody helpful? I mean, no. Are there some bad eggs? Yeah. But dude, that's everywhere you go. You know, it's like when people say like, oh, SoCal, aren't those people like really stuck up? I'm like, dude, there's fucking stuck up people everywhere. And I've actually met some of the coolest people and closest friends I have to this day in SoCal. Okay. But dude, when you get into these rooms, people want to help you and you naturally feel inclined. We all know the law of reciprocity. Okay. So listen, let me just recap this real quick. Okay. Start auditing your life, your actions, who's in your life, looking at what people are doing that you want to be more like and what people are doing that you don't want to be more like and start separating yourself. When you get into these rooms, deliver confidently, execute confidently, but be humble in your learning. And lastly, give back. Okay. So listen, I'm going to say this one more time. Share the motherfucking show. All right. If you guys got value from this, share it. You know, I fucking love you guys. I really appreciate all the support. And uh, just remember, man, just remember, keep working your ass off and get into that next motherfucking room. 